Broadcasting live, this is KMA Talk Radio, life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. With your hosts, Honest Abe and Adam K. the Brewmeister. Listen to the show anywhere in the free world at kmatalkradio.com. I like to smoke them like the Winston Churchill. Libertarians, lovers of the leaf, all the ships at sea. Welcome back to another exciting edition of KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live here in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am, as always, Mr. Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, as always, the host with the most, the man, the myth, the legend, the one they write film scores about, Mr. Honest Abe himself. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> the one they write film scores about. Yeah, well, Come on! Right. Can you name one? No, but hey, <laughs> it's a fun thing to say as part of an intro, is it not? Yeah, it's was nice. It, I don't even get an intro. Hey, listen, I got to admit, that's better than some of his intros. That was actually <laughs> yeah, come on. That was a little eloquent. Come on, I should get some credit for that. Yeah, it's great. Thank you. That's because yeah. he only had one bourbon last night. Yeah, exactly. Ah. <laughs> and Paul, the critic, here we go. Welcome back to another edition of KMA Talk Radio. Yes, it's going to be a great daddy. show. Paul the daddy. Yes. Oh, I have a picture, but uh, my wife is uh, apparently... Not able to send it to me right now, but uh, of me and my boy wearing the KMA shirts. Nice. So, uh, we'll get it today and we'll upload it. Were you guys able to swap shirts? <laughs> <laughs> no? <laughs> so funny. No, because I'm so fat right now. Oh, by the way, which brings me to my next point. Paul, how, how are your pants? Are your pants okay? They're a little tight this morning. Which so. is why Paul does not have the button on his pants currently buttoned. <laughs> Good thing we don't have a camera in that room because, well, people, at one point you might be seeing more of Paul than you ever really wanted to see. Are you walking around with unbuttoned pants? Well, so listen, I can button them. They're fine. But this morning I was feeling a little – I had a Jupiter donut for breakfast because our guests that are staying at our house brought them. And now my stomach's a little rumbly, if you must know. And Not having really. the really tight pants, so my top button is unbuttoned, and so, I have to keep checking to make sure my fly is up. Are you like Al? Bun- are you Al bunding it in there? Like no, you got your hand down no, your- it's too. My pants no. are too tight for me to ha- fit my hand down there. His no. pants are too tight. I carry all my weight in like my love handles, and my I have like a roll around my body. It's called know. an inner tube. Yeah, basically. Yeah, pretty much. So that's that's where it is. I got to get rid of it so I can button my pants again. It's that. It's that uh, <laughs> this is really where we need the uh, the more you know sound yeah. effect. It's really this <laughs> is Most, like post marriage weight. The more you know about Paul, the worse we all feel it's about life in general. Sympathy, no, dude, you're married now. You don't have and to like now be like, you know. available and like in the market. So <laughs> you just let let it all go. No, I still want to look good. That ain't happening at any weight. Stop it, man. <laughs> Have you seen yourself without a hat on? Yeah, that's not happening at any weight. I wanted to wear a hat to my wedding. Now, you may, be, you may be thinner, but looking good's a whole different. <laughs> yeah. I think your hair was looking better at the wedding. I think you've lost more hair since the wedding, by the way. That's very possible. Yeah, it's getting worse. Marriage and babies will do that. Life is difficult. Yeah, marriage and babies will do that. <laughs> I had a big afro before I got married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wish I I'm shocked, I tell you. No, totally, you know, Jackie Brown afro. <laughs> and I got married. Within six months, it all fell out. <laughs> uh, it's okay, a, here we go. It's going to be a very interesting and fun and exciting show. Uh, Santana Diaz of DeCrossier Cigars. We'll be here for our Mutual Maker segment. And Mr. Glenn Loop himself, Executive Director of the Cigar Rights of America. Yeah, can't hear, I can't wait to hear what he, what we, what's going on. You know, uh, we, He put up a video about a week ago 
um, and uh, see what the scoop is, you know. Was this on the book face? Yes, on the book face. Ah, so I missed it. Yeah, yeah, he put up some video, and, you know, uh, everybody seemed like it was a positive video, but, you know, I, half the time when I hear the news, I can't tell if it's really good news or bad news anymore. Right. So confusing. This is why I stopped listening you to know? the news, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, we'll get an update from him and see what We'll see what's going on in the world of the fight for your rights. What the scoop is. And what is going on there. Congratulations this week in our Recluse Cigars. Funny photo contest goes to Mr. Brad. Really? Can I not get a phonetic name spell? I'm sorry, Brad. He's from Michigan. You know, that's why we had these meetings last night. Yeah. So you can read it and see if you need a phonetic name I thought I said that, but I must Mm. have just... No. We do, do, but I got not to throw AJ under the bus because he's doing such a great job on the cameras today. But I got it. It's five minutes into the show. How great of a job can we be doing? I got got it. As I was leaving to come to the meeting yesterday, so I had to just paste it quick and come. So we didn't have time to do that. Oh, get it Brad, right, Paul. Brad knows who he is. He, he already he was already notified. <laughs> he, he had a fun he had a fun photo of he we, and his his fiance posing for a photo, and well, dogs deciding to hump in the background. Dude, that is hilarious. That picture. I saw that posted. I thought that was great. If you'd like a five pack of recluse discar- recluse cigars, head over to the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page and post your funny, ironic, unedited photo. And if your photo is selected, you can win a five-pack of Recluse Cigars. If you're actually in the photo, well, you that counts for more. I just want to clarify I that I actually play zero role in picking the winners. I just want to set it out there. So let me just say something. You, I'm assuming you never had to do any of this stuff, like take engagement photos. Like, Why? Did you take engagement photos? Before you got, you took wedding photos. Why would I know. you assume I didn't? Because you don't seem like the kind of guy that would take time out of your busy day to oh, go and take I'm engagement a man? photos. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So you didn't do that, right? No. Yeah, I didn't. Think Not so. to me- yeah, you just. What's engagement photos? Yeah. So when you get engaged, retarded. You- <laughs> That's what it is. It's the thing now. No, because there wasn't a guy when I proposed because that would be the engagement photo. I, I did. When that I got too. down on a knee, a guy comes out and takes a photo. I did that. I hired two photographers for I know, that. But I'm a man. You know, that wasn't, that was a surprise my, moment. She never saw it coming. And uh, there wasn't going to be no paparazzi there. Oh, see, I had pirates, kidnapper, and everything. It was cool. Yeah, sure it was. <laughs> In DeGracco world, it was. Yes. No. Well, why do you have to knock it, man? It was, I'm not knocking it. But just because my proposal your, was better than your yours. Your point on engagement photo. You retarded. You already spend way too much money. Like, like I've been married 10 years. Yeah. Right? I'm just going to sit here in okay? the corner. We've never said, hey, let's go back and look at our engagement photos. I mean, what a crocket joke. Yeah, but your wife is probably like, man, we should have taken them because no, you don't I'll, have any to look back no, on. No. We wife, made books. Yeah. How long have you been married? Uh, not even a year. In two years, you're never going to touch that book again. <laughs> All right, we got a book. Care. We got a photographer. We got, we got a photographer. We got a book. But, I mean, like, I don't even know where it is. <laughs> and I don't think I've seen it, like, in the last five years. You know, it sat on the coffee table for, like, the first year. Yeah, ours is on the coffee table. Yeah, then somebody's going to spill coffee on it. Your kid's going to rip pages out of it. Dude, just trust me. It's all just a money burn. So pessimistic. It's, no, it's reality. It's a money burn. Yes, sir. True story. We're here to give you the reality on KMA Talk. Well, Radio. when Adam gets engaged. Engagement photos. When Adam gets engaged, hell will freeze Pigs over. will fly. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> you know. yeah. I have a feeling he's close. That's I, I've heard a rumor. I've heard a rumor that Adam might be like on a dating app. What? And you haven't told us it's this? It's a rumor. I have no solid confirmation. I'm not on a dating app. 
I think somebody I may have somebody put you. Put you on a dating app with your knowledge. No, no, no. Uh, if they did it already, they said they were going to, and I said, yeah, mm. people have been threatening to do that for forever, and if they actually did it, then it would be shocked because they're like, I need photos of you. I'm like, well, I don't take photos. Exactly. I have enough. I have plenty. Tell them to reach out to me directly. Don't put all his serial killer photos up. That's not going to help. <laughs> well, they should have a realistic, you know, Photoshop. impression. Somebody get some Photoshop. Going. <laughs> Can we get some Photoshop over here? I need some Photoshop on aisle three. Wow. <laughs> all right, let's take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Santana Diaz of DeCrossier Cigars. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram too. Yes, it's mandatory. Bold and complex. That is the new Romeo San Andres by Romeo Julieta. Using the very best San Andres wrapper leaf available in the market, Rafael Nadal and AJ Fernandez collaborated together to create a new standard among San Andres cigars. Medium to full-bodied, this cigar is bountiful in both flavor and aroma. Available nationally for the first time, Romeo San Andres is a cigar you do not want to miss. Make sure to get one today at your local tobacconist. Romeo San Andres by Romeo Julieta. Cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only non-profit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella cigars. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars of the year. And Oliva has a cigar for all smokers. From the newly released Gilberto Oliva Reserva to the bold and rich Oliva Serie V. Oliva cigars can be found at a tobacconist near you. So always ask for Oliva. An unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. The recently released Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale-aged for 10 years and then barrel-aged in bourbon barrels for an additional two years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut, Sun-Grown, or Maduro, available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. Monte Cristo has set the standard once again, turning back the hands of time by utilizing a long-forgotten, unique aging process that harmonizes the flavors of the wrapper, binder, and filler with the use of small pilones. Monte Cristo Epic Craft Cured is an exquisite cigar you must try now. 
Available nationally for the first time, Monte Cristo Epic Craft Cured features a 2006 Nicaraguan Rosado Oscuro wrapper that is both beautiful and distinctive. This cigar is a masterpiece no one should miss. Make sure you get one today at your local tobacconist. Monte Cristo Epic Craft Cured. For 500 years, Nicaragua has served as a crossroads of cultures. Ever since indigenous inhabitants mocked arriving Spanish conquistadors in a colorful costume satirical masterpiece called El Huehuense, or The Wise Man. This great dance continues today in the careful blending of Nicaragua's finest tobacco. Master blender Nicolas Melillo has worked tirelessly to create and honor the great dance of flavors in El Huehuense cigars. Visit FoundationCigars.com. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live here in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, the hot dog eating champion himself, Mr. Honest Abe. I am? Yes. Why? You just look like you'd be the champion. I don't know if I should be insulted or not. I, th- I, don't I think, think you should. That's, that's a dig, right? Yeah, that's an no, insult. No, that was not meant as a dig. That was uh, a compliment. I, uh, yeah, hot dog eating uh, champion? Yeah. No, no, not not, wait, not calling me a hot dog eating thing that you look like you could be a hot dog no, eating champion. No, I'm saying you champion. are the hot I said you are the hot dog are you? champion. No. Oh. I, I don't think he's ever witnessed me eat a hot dog. I saw you eat a hot dog. Where? At the barbecue. Yeah, well, what was the options? Yeah, I'm just saying. Okay, it might have been. A was that, you eat a hot dog over a year and a half ago? Yeah. Might yeah. Okay, <laughs> that could be the last time I had a hot dog. <laughs> All right. Would you prefer the pie eating champion? No. <laughs> when have you seen me eat pie? <laughs> Why does it have to be eating? I don't know. Yeah. It just seemed like. All right. I was trying to. It's going down a bad road, really? man. I, mean, you know, I was trying to. You, you know, know what's mind boggling? He's actually convinced himself like these are compliments. <laughs> I was this trying to okay. come up with fun, new, interesting things to say. Okay. I'll keep working you know, on it. Yeah. You, uh, I'm going to write some You were on his notes. good side yesterday, I noticed, and today, just way back down. He put in a good day's work yesterday. He did. I once. saw. <laughs> all right. <laughs> anyway, it's time for what we consider to be our favorite Hold part on, of the show. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. It's time to meet your maker. This week, KMA Talk Radio is pleased to welcome back Mr. Santana Diaz of DeCrossier Cigars. DeCrossier brands body excellence crafted using a time-honored family recipe dating back to the 19th century, made in Costa Rica with roots in Cuban tradition. Mr. Santana Diaz. Santana, welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. Thank you. I, I just wanted to touch base right before the intro. I, no one's acknowledged the elephant in the room. There's an elephant? Oh, yeah. What's with the powder pink headphones? Oh, Colin's rocking the pink headphones. <laughs> He's I mean, getting the, so angry all of a sudden. <laughs> the powdered pink headphones. He's mad. I'm loving them. This the, is all they give him. Can we get a screenshot of this? I'll take a picture. Yeah. Just <laughs> Especially in the, the... It goes so well with the Tennessee shirt and... Uh, yeah. I, I thought you were angry. I'm sorry. Colin's not mad. No. No. Who's... <laughs> there you go. Perfect picture. <laughs> Colin? Hey, does Colin have a new lackey? Yeah. Who's who's with is you this today? Jonathan? I thought we already scared Jonathan off already. No, we scared Rudy off. Oh, Rudy. But what John, didn't, wasn't Jonathan the original? No, that was Errol. Pa- powder pink? Oh, that was the Errol? Yeah. There's so many I get confused. BCMG. Jonathan, Jonathan we, we praise you, sir. Oh, thank you. He said thank uh, you. Is he trying to learn the program? <laughs> Good luck, my friend. Good luck. 
Oh, it's all downhill from this point in time. Really so, is. anyway. Mr. Diaz, welcome to KMA Talk Radio. Thank you. Good to have I you back. Nice he, and close. He, he just needs to move the mic. Yeah, there yeah, there, exactly. there yeah, you yeah. go. So I can hear myself. Nice and close. There we go. Yes, yes. So That's tell, what we're going with. How's everything been? It's been quite a, you know, busy. Busy? Me, Busy's good. Six months. Yep. Busy's good. Mm-hmm. Things slowed down in 2016 a little bit. Well, I mean, before we get into all that, because you did have, you've had kind of a colorful ride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell us, for our listeners who haven't been, you know, heard the show where you've been on before, give us a little background about yourself and how you kind of got into the cigar industry and how long you've been in the cigar industry. Well, Pure Roma Cigars was um, um, founded in 2006. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 12 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I, Amazing uh, how time flies. Right. I keep it saying that. It was just me, you know. What were you doing at the time? Um, a trucking company. That's what trucking. I Trucking. Yeah, trucking. Yeah. In, in the United States? In the U.S., yes. All right. Yeah. You, were you driving trucks or were you just like before, delivering goods? Before I started driving trucks in, 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 in 1998. You yeah. so don't look like a trucker. Yeah. Not anymore. No. <laughs> I mean, no there's not even one tattoo on you. No, no, no one tattoo. All my trucker fans just got like a little pissed. Uh, no? Click, they all just clicked off, half no, our listeners. No, really? No. <laughs> so you were doing the trucking business, and, and what happened that said, hey, let me start me. I, I, my, one of my favorite interesting parts when I have a guest on is the transition from the previous life into the cigar business. Did you, did you get hit in the head? Because at some did point, you have an aneurysm? <laughs> in, from the real world into yeah, the cigar world. Because at some point for some of these guys, it's got to be like taking a hammer and hitting themselves in the crotch. Yes. <laughs> so I, I like to figure out what has led you to that moment where you think this is going to feel good. I look at the guy and go, look, so you realized I have way too much money. I should just burn it. Well, that's some of the guys. Yes. But, but that's not a lot of the guys. Oh, yeah. Some of the guys just get in as a hobby. They yeah. got money. They want to burn yeah. money. But most most of the guys aren't. They're hardworking yeah. guys. My trucking company was, wasn't that really big. It no? was a six trucks fleet going from Miami to California. Wow, flowers, house. flowers into the West Coast. And Were they produce, reefer trucks? Reefer trucks. Oh wow, yeah. Nice. Produce back to Miami or uh, um, here, you know, Florida, Orlando, uh, yeah. Costco, or Publix in Lakeland. Well, that kind of stuff. Okay, so yeah. sounds like it's a decent business. It was a decent business, yes. What happened? A phone call. <laughs> from who? <laughs> from my dad. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> a phone call from my dad. Uh, we were working on getting him into the States. He finally, now, your dad's currently the time where? In Cuba. He's in Cuba. Yeah, he just recently, I mean, not recently, back in those days, he came back from uh, Africa. Now, he I'm assuming he's in Cuba. In he's never left Cuba, or he's been in Cuba this whole time? No, I'm, well, right now he's in the U.S. No, I'm going back, back now. Back in the day. Back when he, he made was, you the call, when he called you from Cuba. Well, yeah. About 12 years ago. Uh-huh. Well, he, 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 he called me in 2004. Okay, so you know. 10 years, yeah. whatever. It's My math is off this morning. It's too yeah. early. Anywho. But But um, 14 years ago. So when he called you, mm-hmm. was he was in Cuba. Had he never left? Yeah. I mean, left like... like the start in the country? Yeah. No, 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 no. Okay, he was, so he'd he was been a resident. working in Africa, and then he was, you know, So he'd been a back. Cuban citizen Since the whole time. The whole time, yes. But, but you, you weren't. Yeah. Because no, you were here. I was here. How, no, did, that, I, how I, did that happen? I immigrated oh, in 1992. Well, I, I mean, we're, we're coming up. I know that we've been through this story before. It's a great yes. one. Oh, okay. Um, how much I, time do we have? We've we got three minutes. <laughs> we so got three minutes. I three minutes? I, I, I don't want a three-minute okay. cut the story short because it's a phenomenal story for those of our listeners who are not back yeah, yeah. and haven't heard it before, but it's a Privis, great I mean, privacy show, everybody knows about, you know, Cuba, I went to Sweden, Sweden to the States, and on, on, on. Okay? Let me ask you, why, that phone call. Before, before we get to the phone call, what, what, 
Right. Okay, well, I just the phone, what made you decide to want to leave when the rest of your family didn't? Well, I mean, your father, at least. I left for obvious reasons, you know. Freedom. Yeah. I um, was born on an island. and uh, Was when your I was dad okay 15, with you leaving? Uh, yeah, when I left, he was. He was. He helped me to leave. Really? Yes, yes. All right, I we, took a draft uh, when I was 15 years got, old. You got brothers and sisters? One sister. And, and did she leave with you or no? No. So you just left by yourself. You by your myself. sister, your mother, your father. By myself. Everybody behind. You yeah. just decided it's time for me to go find my life. Yeah, and I told them, one day you guys are going to agree with me. And you're going to wow. come when I am. And they are. That's pretty crazy. Anywho, he called me. says, it's a guy in Costa Rica making crafting cigars in his house. And I say, okay, who is he? Well, he's a friend of mine. Blah, blah, blah. I called the guy. We hook up. I went to Costa Rica. We met. We started making cigars in, the, you know, in his house. And... Um, we started making the course year uh, in 2008. I went to the EPCPR. It was my first show. I introduced the Crossier limited edition 2008, five sizes. You know, it was great. Those days were really good. Uh, so you just gave up your trucking company? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, you sold it? I, I, I was doing it? both. Are you doing for, both for a while? For a while. The trucking company disappeared in 2009, 11, yeah, 2010. Uh, we, you know, where I sold my trucks and everything. But I was doing both. Both, believe me, cigar business you no, gotta, it never starts out. Is, yeah, is not <laughs> what people think it is. <laughs> if you don't love it, you're not gonna make it. Yeah. this is a decision that you make, uh, and it's on you. It's, it's on, on you. you. How yep. long are you gonna last? This is, and you gotta be very lucky and passionate and the whole thing. We don't, we don't. Oh, absolutely. It's 110%. So it's going to be a very fun and interesting show with Mr. Santana Diaz of DeCrossier Cigars here on KMA Talk Radio. Mr. Glenn Loop is going to call in a little later to give us an update on what's happening with our yes. good friends over at Cigar Rights of America. All those people fighting for your rights and hopefully... He's, he's actually at the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival as well, so oh. he'll be chatting One of these days we'll make it out there to do a live show. Yeah, uh, they if just if keep only talking could, about it every year. If only we get some planning going and right. would, you know, schedule actually, some stuff. Yeah, oh, wait, no, it's not job. Rocky Mountain. He's at the one in Minnesota. What's Five the one in Minnesota? I lied. He's not in the Rocky Mountain. No, I think he's in the Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival. I'll, I'll right figure now. it out. I think it he's is, in... I think anyway, right. Glenn Loop's at an event. He's calling. <laughs> That's going to happen later. Anyway, we're going to talk more with Santana when we come back from this break here on KMA Talk Radio. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Hey, Kimasabi. Dan Blunt here for Alec Bradley Cigars. Do you really want to hear another cigar ad that talks about wrappers and fillers and binders and aging and ratings? Blah, blah, blah. Tell you what, pick up an Alec Bradley cigar. Smoke it. Enjoy it. Spend an hour with it and you'll be one happy camper. That's all you need to know. We'll talk to you again real soon. If you had to pack a go bag, what would go in it? For Pepe Mendez, it was his rare Pilotico tobacco seeds, which he personally carried to the Dominican Republic half a century ago. In tribute, we introduced the Monte Cristo Pilotico Pepe Mendez, a robust cigar with nutty, leathery notes and a slow burn that marks the rebirth of a golden age. Try the new Monte Cristo at your local cigar lounge, and you may want to pack one to go too. Surgeon General Warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease even in non-smokers. 
Tobacco legend Julio Aroa and his son, Justo Aroa, bring back the authentic Corojo and Aladino cigars. A true Cuban Puro, giving homage to original vintage Vitolas. Aladino cigars are also available in a dark, rich Maduro wrapper. JRE Tobacco has an unwavering commitment for consistency and quality. Experience our commitment to excellence in any one of our three lines. The Aladino, the Rancho Luna, and the Tatascan. Light up a JRE cigar today. Visit JREtobacco.com. Cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only non-profit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Hoya de Nicaragua proudly announces the release of Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial, a carefully modified recipe containing a unique and exceptional selection of barrel-aged grade-A fillers and a beautiful silky shade-grown Habano wrapper. From the legendary Jalapa Valley, producing small quantities, this exceptional medium to full-bodied cigar will continue to captivate consumers with its rich Nicaraguan complexity, subtle woody and sweet flavors, and a velvety finish. Try a Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial today. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Corojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. CLE Cigar Company presents CLE Cigars, Eroa Cigars, and Asylum Cigars. With four generations and over 120 years of experience in tobacco, from seed to smoke, these cigars are produced in Honduras and Nicaragua with the utmost care and precision possible. CLE Cigar Company introduces a vast array of tobaccos in various sizes to bring the highest quality of premium tobacco direct for your enjoyment. Visit CLECigars.com for more information. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. Broadcasting live here in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K., the brewmeister. With me, of course, Mr. Honest Abe himself. Good morning, good morning, good morning. And Paul's dancing. I'm so glad there's not a camera on me today. Because really, I can really, like... Get it grooving. Can we put one on? Well, wait till we get our full studio one day. There'll be cameras <laughs> everywhere. I guess make sure my pants don't fall down. Yeah, make sure you button your pants. <laughs> Say, don't look at the man's pants. Wait, during during the break, I started a GoFundMe page for his, uh, Paul's <laughs> pants. Yes. No, I don't need new pants. Yeah, you they do. They button. Oh, in about another week, you will. No, they button. Look. 
I'm going to button them right now. I don't really want to watch this. Yeah, that was kind of awkward watching them. I'm going to look away. He had to lean back so he could reach (laughs) underneath his gut. You know when a guy weighs too much because to button his pants, he's got to do the lean back. You know? So he can clear the belly area. Oh, so that's what that's Or lift it with one hand. Yeah, one or the other, yeah. Lean back. Believe me, that's just been my normal. I'll be back to 150 procedure. in a while. Give me a couple weeks. 150. I that's what I was for my wedding. Like I was 150. Like six years old. Wow. Get 150. The, get out. Yeah, for my wedding, I was like 156. I think. Really? Yeah. And I, I still thought I was a little chunky. I really believe my skeletal frame alone has got to weigh more than 160. Well, you you are broad too. Yeah. It's called thick. All right. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't sure. If he offended me for a second. Okay. Oh God. I'll call you thick. <laughs> Alan Thick. Oh, oh. Let's, let's see how many of our listeners know what I'm talking about. What? Too soon? Too soon? Oh, did he die? Yeah. yeah last when? year. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. It's not too soon. It's been a year. Well, some I, wasn't married, sen- I wasn't married to the guy. Some people are sensitive. Man. What did I say? I just said his name. <laughs> I don't you guys know. acted like I cursed the guy out. I was an Alan <laughs> Thick fan, growing pains. I liked it. Heck yeah. Got nothing against Mr. Thick. Yeah, he was playing <laughs> hockey and uh, had a heart attack. Like, oh, that's right. Now I do remember the yeah. story. Yeah, playing hockey. He's Canadian. I what know. Do do? I That'll know. never happen to me. I'll never be die Canadian? of a heart attack. Oh, no, play, play hockey. Do, do, okay. Play a sport? Yeah. Not now. <laughs> be athletic? <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to... No, realistically, <laughs> am I going ever... to am I gonna have to come teach your son how to throw a ball? No, I can, I can I play baseball. Listen, I don't look at you and see Mr. Athleticism in you either. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> you know, yeah, but, yeah, you know. Just that he's but tall. you look awkward walking. Well, yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, enough. Let's talk business. Let's talk <laughs> business. Look at this guy. Santana's getting uh, us on uh, on track here. Hard yeah. being a pimp. Sorry. Right. has to do that. All yeah. right, let's get back. Anyway, we're in the middle here of our Meet Your Makers. <laughs> Mr. Santana D's of Decrusty Cigars. Santana, thanks for being here. Uh, before we went to the break, we were talking about how you got in the business and your father called you from Cuba and said, hey, there's a guy in Costa Rica. I, I got in the business, to be honest with you. This is, you know, I've always tried, you know, not to tell my past mm-hmm. in the business because well, this is like late 80s. Was it CIA? Havana. No, oh, it's okay. not. But, you know, I was very proud of it, but it was illegal. And that's fine. Everything oh, in Cuba oh, was illegal uh, back uh, in the day. Okay. okay? We're not going to fit anything. We just, you know, we're making cigar boxes and making cigars in rollers houses, you know. That we're finishing in the factory uh, doing the, you know, uh, production of 125 cigars a day, and they went home, and we gave them, you know, tobacco, the whole thing to make cigar for us, so we can sell to the tourists. And that's how I started in the business. Wow. This is like late 80s, early 90s. Okay, we were making some good cigars back then and in Havana, hiding from the government. Is this before you? When the U.S. dollar was prohibited. Oh, okay, I, th- I feel like we... we, we this is like... This is Havana. We jumped. Hold on. We jumped. This is Havana. This is not Costa Rica. We jumped back here. So yeah, what you're now yeah, saying yeah, is, yeah. even when you were still in Cuba... Before you left. Before, before you I left. left. Okay, so you're yeah, that's how I made my money to live. Right. You were illegally making cigars in Cuba at the rollers. Yeah, you can't do that. Can't do that. Too. Can't do because, that because all the government back in the day, that business was only a few guys in the city. We were one of them. Okay, um, I worked for um, Tabacuba. Well, not Tabacuba. Back then was um, Cuba Tobacco or Tabacalera Cubana. I can't right. remember what it was. Uh, but uh, I used to work in the uh, factory where they made boxes mm-hmm. or the exports wooden boxes for you know wooden brands. Right. Uh, I worked there for like six months. Now, if you got caught, you'd go straight to jail. 
you guys fight again. How There's long? No, no for a long time. No long Remember, time. back in the day, oh, yeah. before 1990, the U.S. dollar, the currency, was prohibited. If you get caught in the street with wow. one dollar in your pocket, you go away for 10 years. 10 years? 10 years. So but, our but, trade, our but, trade was but, making cigars, selling to the tourists. But you can sell to the inside Europeans. But you can sell to the Europeans and you can Canadians, sell to anyone. But you just couldn't have the U.S. money. You, I mean, you cannot sell to all these. I mean, period. You cannot okay. make cigars in right. Cuba that, anywhere. Okay, that's the first part. But, right. but if you got caught with European money in your pocket, would it have been a problem? Uh, no. No, just it US. Was only the U.S. dollar. So if yeah. you got caught selling and you had U.S. money, you broke two laws. Yeah, but this is before the euro. Right, right. I don't need some pesetas from Spain. I don't right, need some right, coral right, from right. Suiza, yeah, Sweden. Yeah, yeah. I don't need, you know, pounds from yeah, that's right. British. So we needed U.S. dollars, okay? Wow. And back then, we prohibited making cigars in Cuba. It's always been prohibited. Only oh, the U.S. Use the government <laughs> is allowed to, you, yeah. know, the, you know, the state. Um, so that's that's how I make my money, and I went to Sweden with that money. So knowing that now, when you came to the U.S., were you coming with already a predetermination you were going to get into the cigar no, business? Not at all. No. When you, I left, when I left, you in said I'm done with I'm done with cigars. I said this is this is a period of my life in where I'm thankful for it. I made the money to leave. To get out. You know, how did you get into trucking as a, as a Cuban immigrant coming to America? I mean, yeah, I, I got here in '95. Okay, after I, you know, was the money Sweden. that you made that what helped fuel the trucking business? Because not know, at all, not at all. No. I, I got to Sweden with ninety dollars in my pocket. That's what I'm saying. Okay? How did you I got to Stockton with ninety bucks? How did in you my get a pocket? six fleet trucking business? Well, when I got here in '95, I was processed by by uh, uh, the. Um, INS, right? Did INS it is. Did they separate you from your parents when you came in? Well, <laughs> my parents were in Cuba. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, political jokes. <laughs> so here process- on KMA Talk Radio. We, we, missed, we missed a rim shot there. <laughs> yeah. right, keeping, it, keeping it light. All right. They processed me here in Miami. I went to jail for 45 days. If you don't have any family here when you get to this country, you go straight to jail. Okay? Like jail, jail. Jail, jail. Yeah. You're next to murderers. A federal, a federal oh, prison. Wow. Yeah, for immigrants. I mean, for immigrants. Right. Then the church. Get you out. Got me out. Processed me in Miami for 30 days. They sent me up to Oregon, and I had two jobs. Stop okay? tapping the table. Stop tapping the table. <laughs> I get that. didn't want to put the thing down. The one day I didn't put the thing <laughs> oh, down, I got a tapper. I'm organized. I'm always. So we, we have a pad here for guys like you who tap. Paul normally puts it down. I said, ah, don't worry about it. So I'm not an expert in doing this. I'm not an expert in this radio stuff. Anywho. <laughs> no, no, this is great. Anywho. I love this. This is awesome. Hang on. I don't want to lose this train of thought. Don't come my story. Let me know. I lose track. No, no, it's so. okay. So the church got you out. Yes. You were in jail for 45 days. Church got you out. Yeah. Now what? They sent you to Oregon. I got to Oregon. I got my first Oregon. job was in Oregon. Yes. yes. Wait, how did you, how, how did did you close your eyes and throw a dart at the map? Well, they asked me. They asked me, where are you going to go? You Oregon? cannot stay in Miami. Where do you want to go? But you picked Oregon? Oregon, yeah, because it was like Sweden. Almost, I was. You know, oh, remember, same, I went from temp- an island yeah. to a civilization wow. where everything was organized, Listen, super quiet. I, wait, can I just reenact the moment in, in INS? Ready? <laughs> so you get to pick where you want. Uh, I'd like to go to Oregon. <laughs> Here's the two INS agents. I'm very picky. <laughs> okay, Oregon it is. Ship him out before he changes his mind. You can see it in my product. I'm picky as hell. You the can request, see it in the request for Oregon has to be like so at the bottom yes. of that list. Well, it was close to a Sweden civilization. I get okay? it now. It was I quiet. It, now. it was family people. And I said, well, I'm going to learn English the, the there. The climate, I guess, is similar. Yeah. I'm going to get used to work. So they send you to uh, Oregon. You don't know nobody. No one. What Zero. do you do? They got me into an apartment with another four Cubans. 
Wow. Uh, How I, old are you at this point? 22. Okay. You know, I got my first job in Boston Market. Wow. Boston Market. Yeah. Love it. Love it. From <laughs> 6 to midnight, or oh, from 6 to 11, I believe it was. How long did you work at Boston Market? About three, three or four months. Do you it still got a, your black apron? No. Dang. That would have been like do awesome. You know, do you know the secret I gravy? I was doing recipe? the sandwich, the meal sandwiches, <laughs> and the chicken. I was doing all that stuff. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you still know the gravy recipe at all? <laughs> Not at all. You no, are, you, gravy. Are, are you like a big fan of Boston Market gravy? I've never eaten at Boston I Market. I made better gravy than that, believe me. I don't, I don't think I've ever eaten at a Boston but Market, but it seems like a good But I had two jobs. I was working for 5 a.m. I worked at Papa John's. You did? Yeah. Like a whole year and a half in college, I was like the most popular kid in college. Wow. Oh, yeah. I bet you were. Oh, God, yeah. It was awesome. Hey, we're having a party. You want to bring a couple pies to come over? I'll be right there. <laughs> so, right so the fascinating thing is that three other guys from Cuba wanted to go to Oregon, Oregon as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get you this quiet place. You know? <laughs> All right. So now, where do you go? Where do you? Where? How do you get out of Boston Market at twenty-two? Well, I had another job too in the morning. I was what? doing construction from six a.m. to three p.m. God, Taking Chew Rock, Chew Rock cheats up to the to the houses. Wow. So I was working in construction in the morning, and I was working at night. Two jobs. I decided this is not going to work. I'm not making enough money. And working too uh, hard. Trucking is the way to go. So I went to Swedish. Uh, well, you uh, got that Swift. idea in your head. You had, that's no in your background. You say I'm going to go into trucking. The trucking. There was a um, roommate that I have uh, that I had. Her name is Nikki. Her father was a trucker. He was doing. He was hauling trees out of Washington State into Portland, Oregon, back and forth. Wow! That's what I wanted to do. It was a good pay, but she told me, "Listen, to do that, you gotta have a lot of experience. You're not. You're not gonna get into a tree log business right. to drive. You know, you, you, you're not gonna haul logs at all." So I asked her, "How how did I get in?" So they got me an interview with a guy in Swift Transportation, big company. I got in. They paid for my school. Wow. I got my license. They trained me for six weeks. They pay me. During training, then they gave me my truck, and I started trucking, you know, in 98. I was trucking in 98. Wow. December 98, I got my first trip from Portland, Oregon, to Pittsburgh. See, that's a story. For some reason, I got some urge, though, for a meatloaf carver. (laughs) 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 But one day, there's no bagels. (laughs) I got an urge for, like, meatloaf carver right now. I don't know. I could go for some mashed potatoes. They always had really good stuffing. I like their stuffing. And their sweet potatoes are good, too. They they have good stuff. Yeah. Not bad food. So I got trucking, and then a year, I leased a truck from Swift. Then I trained my lease. I bought my own truck. Oh, good for you. Another year, I bought another truck. But, you know, this you is know, the American dream. I moved story, to right? Miami. I met about. my wife, which is outside. How did you get to Miami? My family started coming. I started paying for all my family to come in. So they're all here bringing now. Bringing it to Mexico. Another from. They're all here now. They're all here now. I'm some of them in Spain. Yeah. Did, did they say what took so long? I mean, are, well, I mean, obviously, Cuba got even worse. You know, enough from enough from '91 yeah. uh, to 2005. This is bad, bro. How long has everybody been here now? Uh, my father's been here since 2005. Oh, my wow. sister since, since 2000. My mom since 2001. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Paul doesn't want to say it. But wow. <laughs> and the phone call. And the phone call came. The oh, phone did they call say? Came. Call it gets me. So he says, we got time. We got to take a break. Got to uh, we, uh, we're, we're totally falling off a little bit, but uh, we're going to take a break. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have more with Santana and the true American dream. When yes. we come back, right here on KMA Talk Radio. Yes. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. 
Mike Bellady has collaborated with industry legends Don Pepin Garcia, Manuel Quesada, and Ernesto Perez Carrillo to make some of the industry's most highly touted cigars. Through his company, MLB Cigars, Mike brings you four incredible and unique blends. Imperia, Imperia Islero, Imperia Aventador, and the David P. Ehrlich Tremont. MLB Cigars are made with the best minds in the industry. Visit us at MLBCigarVentures.com and follow us on social media. Imperia and David P. Ehrlich Cigars. Developed by legends, smoked by connoisseurs. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try one of our decade cigars. This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the decade. Try it. For hundreds of years, the indigenous people of the Dominican Republic took tobacco and rolled it tightly into palm leaves. These long cylinders of tobacco, called yagua, created different, unique, robust flavors and aromas, and that original tobacco is now, for the first time, featured in La Aurora Dominican DNA. Full-bodied, robust, spicy, and elegant, La Aurora Dominican DNA is a return to the roots of Dominican cigar making that only La Aurora can provide. Look to the lion. La Aurora Cigars, king of the pride since 1903. Looking for something unique and awesome? Smoke Oscar Valdaris Cigars. 2012 Connecticut. 2012 Corojo. 2012 Maduro. The Oscar Habano. The Oscar Maduro. My Way. And our latest creation, Oscar Valdaris Cicerone Edition. A great cigar that comes in five different collectible boxes with an amazing exclusive artwork. Remember, Oscar has something unique and awesome waiting for you. Ask for Oscar Cigars in your favorite cigar shop. Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust and its master ligador, Steve Saka, is crafting the very finest cigars available today. One such brand is his Todos Los Dias. This liga is very smooth with tastes of dark chocolate and figs with a nice sweet chili pepper that escalates in warmth as you smoke it. On the palate, it feels like a medium-bodied smoke, but it is lying to you as this cigar is quite strong. From the first puff, there is no doubt of the origin of Todos Los Dias or that it is intended solely for the seasoned cigar smoker. Viva Nicaragua! To Affinity and beyond. That is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. Insurance companies have a very unique business model that the general public doesn't understand. Insurance companies make profit only one way, taking in premiums and paying out less on claims than they take in premiums. In doing this, they oftentimes deny legitimate people with viable claims fair compensation. We know accidents happen. They happen every day. The good thing about insurance is it helps people do the right thing when they've caused accidents. You know, if I cause an accident, the first thing I want to do is make sure the person is okay, the, per- the person's taken care of. The insurance gives us the ability to do the right thing. Unfortunately, the insurance company uh, treats people like statistics instead of human beings. And that's why you need an experienced attorney to make sure the insurance company does the right thing. 
Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live here in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, America's favorite, Mr. Honest Abe. Good morning. And we are here in the middle of our Meet Your Maker segment. Mr. Santana Diaz, across the cigars. So we've been following his journey from Cuba to Sweden to Oregon, from cigar rolling in a house to trucking, and you know now <laughs> you, you, you missed any part of right? this. You got to go back and yeah. be like, uh, wait, what? Is this really all? No, the, wait, no way. This is all true. Yep, a, no, a, this is all true. A great, it is. great story. So, so now you get a call from your dad because I know this guy. Is, is this Mr. Ferrer? Or is this somebody yeah, else? Mr. Ferrer. So Jose know, Ferrer. Jose yeah. Ferrer. I know this guy rolling cigars in Costa Rica. Now, Costa Rica is not a highly talked about country. In the cigar industry, because there's just not a lot of guys making it. The last great Costa Rican cigar, honestly, that anything anybody can talk about, were made at the Donald Douglas factory when Bahia was being made out of there, um, CAO's original anniversary of Maduro's were being made out of there, and then th- that whole thing fell apart. And I don't think there's been a solid uh, Costa Rican brand um, since that era. So now you meet this guy, Mr. Ferrer. Your dad says, I got a guy rolling cigars in his house in Costa Rica. Yep. Mm-hmm. And a Light bulb goes off in your head, and maybe it's time to get back into cigars. Maybe, yeah. Fuel, fuel at the time was going through the roof, $5 a gallon in the trucking yes. industry. Um, it was very hard to grow. He was telling me during the break, which I found very interesting. There's actually, you talk about big government. There's actually a law that the government passed to prevent rapid growth. Really? Yes. Through the insurance company. Through the insurance company. They, they, they limited it to uh, the insurance company. So check this out. The if insurance you had a, lobbyists. If you had a fleet. No, but it's, it's against the insurance company, too. Oh. It prevents them from making more money. Listen to this. If he had a fleet of 10 trucks this yes. year, right? Made $15 million. I'm going to expand. I want to double the size of my company next year. Uh-huh. He wants to go out and get 10 more trucks. He can't get insurance on 10 trucks. Won't insure, they won't insure it. Two. And then you could add two another year. And yeah. two another year. Mm-hmm. I've never heard that. Unless you become self-insured, which is going to cost you a oh, alarm on a day. Oh. So you can't, if you double the size of your company, the insurance companies wouldn't have covered your trucks. Wow. So yeah, so he, so now you, I, I take it, then you go from, at that time, you're in Oregon still or you're in Miami now? I'm in Miami now. I'm in Miami. Yes, okay, I'm in so Miami. you're in Miami. Yeah. And you this go, is 2004. I'm you, in Miami. You go to yeah. Costa Rica to meet Mr. Ferrer? Uh, I waited. I just spoke to Jose, said to him, listen, I'm on a research I've been off. I mean, I don't even think about cigars anymore. Where was he selling his cigars at the time? They weren't here in the U.S. No, not at all. He, so he, he was, was just he, selling them to Costa very Rica? Small, no, 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 no. He, it was small production going to Europe. Oh, to Europe. Romania, okay. France, you know. All small right. production. Good paid, though. Okay, so he's making good a few cigars. bucks. He's making yeah. good cigars, making a few bucks. So when do you eventually get together with him? Wait, hold, I want to sidebar that just sidebar. one sec. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How in the world I object. Does, your, does your father <laughs> hear about this random guy making cigars in his house? They met through a friend. They met in Cuba, actually. They met in Cuba? Yeah, because Jose goes back and forth to Cuba. Uh, you know, Jose doesn't leave the U.S. He goes back and If you're forth. not Cuban, you can go back and forth. You can go back and forth. If you are Cuban, you mean. Uh, no, if you're not. It, oh. No, the guy's, oh, the guy's Costa Rican. He's visiting Cuba. Cuba. Yeah, right, we, okay. you know, you right. No, he is Cuban. But he's a Costa Rican citizen or no? He's a Costa Rican citizen, but okay. he can go back and forth right, to Cuba. Because he's a Costa Rican right. citizen. That's okay. Why. All right. So that's the part. We were missing the link there. Of that. I, my father met, met I connected met, it mentally. I should have probably verbalized it. Yeah, my father met Jose through a friend of his 
His name, they call him El Tigre. I don't know. I <laughs> El <name>. Tigre. <laughs> so this all comes back. Sangre de Tigre. Yeah. It all so comes back to El Tigre. What I know is that my father met Jose at his house, and they talked and said, well, you know, my son used to be in this business. I used to help him a lot. It was back in the day. He was using me to move his boxes and stuff in my cars. So I called him. So he called me and they said, well, let me check out that. I mean, I'm in the trucking business. Uh, and I called Jose, and we got along pretty well from the start. And I told him, listen, I'm going to open the company. I'm going to get research. I'm, I'm going to research. And if I get my importation permit in place and everything in place, all the permits, we can think about this. Now, you wanted, now you're, I'm, I'm going to guess at this time that your concept is, okay, we're going to bring cigars to the U.S. Yes. That's the first thing that came to my mind. That's, how that's how the, can I bring right, it in? That's your yeah. angle at this point. I had no idea there was importers. I had no idea. I didn't know and how this is the all, business this is all pre-S-chip yes, too, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. This is 2004, 2005. <laughs> yeah, pre-S-chip. Yeah. This, is, this is 2004, like in November. Okay. So it's pre-S-chip. So now you, you start. You, you, you come to an agreement. Yeah, I got my importation permit to TTV and all that. I got my, uh, and then I went to Costa Rica. I all right. I went to see the tobaccos, and the whole thing just came into me again. And, and, and it came so natural. You woke that up. I was really surprised. The, the, it, yeah, it resurrected. Was like a, resurrected. Like something woke up inside of me. Yeah. All right. So now you guys get in a partnership. You start making cigars together, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You come to the U.S., you're importing them here. Yep. Who's selling them for you? Who's distributing them? How are you getting them into stores at this point? Because once again, it was really this is like almost like the Boston the chicken stores. market yeah. of the cigar industry. I mean, mm-hmm. you're just starting. I was. It was really hard to, to get them to the stores. Were you I doing mean, it yourself? Mm, yes. So you're going around from retailer to retailer in Miami. Yeah. I'm assuming Miami. I had an independent rep, you know, in 2007. Uh, he was, Anybody uh, I know? Yeah, you know. Who? <laughs> Uh, the same now. Skinny? Saying? No. Um, oh. It was the beginning of Alfredo. Air- oh, Alfredo. It was the beginning of Alfredo. Oh, I can't, I can't, I can't keep forgetting he was in, been in the industry that long. I know what you did, Fredo. Yeah, right. <laughs> so so uh, he was going around helping you try to sell the cigars. Yep. You were importing them yourself. Yep. Big struggle. Big struggle. Wasn't easy to I get. I had an inventory. This is in my house, okay? I bought a huge shed, all right? I put it in my patio with a truck, with a you know, with a crane. Put it in my truck. Wow. I laminated the whole thing with cedar, put an AC on it, humidifier, and I was aging in this shed. And I had another shed where I was banding and putting the cigars in boxes. Wow. My boxes are made in Miami. Remember? Wow. Costa Rica, forget about uh, factory uh, boxes. They don't make boxes in Costa Rica. So uh, I was importing the cigars. And then packing them and then here. Then aging them here. And packing them here. the cigars here and then packing them here. So I had an now, inventory. I, I, I'm just curious. At this point, are you married? Yes. So is your wife like, what are you doing to my home? Yeah. Midnight, I was banding cigars myself until I got a lady who was doing it for me. And this all started like that. I, I have to be very respectful because his wife's in the next room. <laughs> Got to be careful. I'm defending her. I mean, she's like, what are you doing? She this was my say, first limited edition. Thank you around a little. Right. Any of that. So, so, I mean, so. I was so naive in the business that I called my first line a limited edition in 2008. That's, I <laughs> so love I it. limited myself. Right. You know, from the beginning. It's okay. Lito Gomez, Lito Gomez called the Bellicoso a Toro. So, you know. <laughs> You know, a torpedo, a toro. A figure out a, oh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, like, yeah he, he, he didn't know what a toro was. He just liked the name. Or, no, it was a 
Bellicoso that's actually a Toro. He liked the name Bellicoso, so one of his sizes is called Bellicoso, but it's a Toro. <laughs> when he, he, he admitted it. He's he like, said I that on the air. Yeah, yeah, he said that on the air. I didn't know what size it's great. Were. He's good. He's all fresh. Listen, but I you think thought, a lot of you want to say something? We have a question yeah. from, from a listener. Since Ask we're away. talking about you actually making the cigars KMA now. KMA Talk Radio. Social media alert. Exactly. So, wow, so Bob from social media is asking what the significance is of the number 512 in your brand. Oh, Mr. Carter. I know Mr. Carter. I know. I know. <laughs> Go ahead, tell him. The 512 line... Listen, the Decoce cigars in Costa Rica had a great. Oh, 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 we got to get the thirty-second answer because I got to go. We're going to answer break. that question after the break. There right. you go. <laughs> we are teasing you ahead. Yes. Uh, guess what? If you we sound want, almost professional, would you like to know what five twelve really stands for? And the meaning is behind that Undercrossia cigars. Find out well, after we'll this break. Backwards. After this break, <laughs> here on KMA Talk Radio. Broadcasting live in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. Also, Mr. Glenn Loop, and we'll see what's going on in the news posthumously from the break. Until then, and as always, keep it lit. Win a date with Adam K., the brewmeister. Tickle, tickle, tickle. <laughs> I'm overjoyed. It's, um, I didn't even have breakfast. I just went out the house. Win a date with Adam K., the brewmeister. It's already changing my life. I'm thinking of, <laughs> like, with the family, with myself, uh, having the accessibility and the option is, is really what it's, what it's about. Win a date with the brewmeister. One of the things is that you can go with your kids and, like, have memories and, like, go on road trips, so it's also a bonding t- thing for the family. It's nice sometimes to just have the, uh, the freedom to go on a ride, you know, just take a drive. Well, we're going to make that happen. Win a date with the Brewmeister. And the winner is... We'll never know really what her true feelings are. Wow. She's not allowed to share those feelings, wow. but she's also used to uh, meeting controversial figures, but wow. I think the fact that the meeting went over by 17 minutes indicates that they were perhaps quite enjoying their tea together. Win a date with Adam K, the Brewmeister. Dutch Street, of course. That's fantastic. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too! Yes, it's mandatory. The Southeast Club of the Year is Spearmint Rhino, where every night is a party surrounded by the hottest entertainers from around the world. Start your week like a rock star with Magnum Mondays, Belvedere, and Moe Magnums. Only $100. Keep it going with $10 Tuesdays, $10 dances all day, all night. Every Warrior Wednesday, they salute those who serve with 20% off tabs and $100 bottles for first responders and active military. Offering drink and food specials daily and guest DJs. Weekly Spearmint Rhino is South Florida's sports headquarters. Watch your favorite sporting events, including boxing and UFC matches, that can all be viewed from many large screen HD TVs. Party in South Florida's best adult playground and head over to Spearmint Rhino and mention at the door Honest Abe sent you for free entry. That's right, free entry. Also available to all military with valid ID. For more information or employment opportunities, visit SpearmintRhino.com or stop by in person. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. We are here broadcasting live in Hour 2 of KMA Talk Radio. With me, of course, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Honest Abe. Man, we're having a great interview with uh, Santana Diaz here. I mean, if you missed any part of the first yeah. hour, make sure you check out the highlights on the KMA Talk See Radio See what Facebook the American page. dream is about for anybody out there who's Absolutely. forgotten. Absolutely. A lot of our listeners are saying yeah. that, too. They're like, this is why America is such a great country. Listen, my, my dad's an immigrant, so I feel this. This resonates. My dad came to this country like with like 
couple thousand dollars in his pocket, and went to Chicago where he didn't speak barely any English in the middle of a blizzard. And there's a guy who lived in a desert and never right. seen snow. <laughs> he said he didn't leave the room for the first two weeks. He didn't know what to do. So, so I, this this stuff resonates with yeah. me, you know. And, and I think Americans sometimes they don't realize how good they got it. Um, I mean, the older generation does, but these new kids coming in and whatever, I mean, it's mind-boggling. And I saw somebody's post on Facebook this week saying, we should round up all these teenage kids and these millennials who think that communism and socialism is something they want and go, to them, go send them, them to a country these, yeah. for three months and see how they come back. <laughs> Because they have no clue what they're oh, talking we're about. For them, you know, we, in we, their we minds working. they hear socialism, communism. It's everybody's equal. Free. I feel like it's, I'm reading George Orwell. Is it Orwell Animal Farm? Yeah, Animal yeah. Farm. that's George Orwell. Yeah, I feel like I'm reading Animal Farm all over again in America. It's crazy. So, anyways, <laughs> yes, back off of the camp. But this is a phenomenal story of a guy who literally left a, 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 a dictatorship country. Mm-hmm. Uh, these guys were oppressed. Got out, came here, started out at Boston Market. Working two jobs. Yeah. Started a trucking company and then went to his dream and got back in the cigar business. And that's where we're at. We were talking about his, his relationship, how he met with Jose Ferrer, started making brands. And then one of our, right in before Costa the break, Rica. in Costa Rica, one of our break, uh, right before the break, one of our fans wanted to know what the, the, the significance. The, give me those cans so I can put them on the air. What, what the significance of this 512 in the, well, the, Yes, selection number 512. The meaning and the significance yes. in, our, in, in our company. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And, and especially this 512. What does it stand for? The 512 is the address of Jose in where we first started. The street now number. Now he has so, a so factory somewhere and he's making cigars in the factory. But this is the, the street number. number of his house. His house. That's oh, wow. 512, you know, Casa Esquinera, blah, blah, blah. Costa Rica. We, we know, you know where you live, Mr. Yeah. Jose. <laughs> that is cool. Yeah. Well, or where you live at what point. <laughs> Now, now, what 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 inspired you to get in the cigar business? It's, it's another question from one of our uh, KMA listeners, um, Kevin. Kevin wanted to know how was your father the inspiration? Was it just living in Cuba? Well, because you mentioned when you met back with Jose Ferrer, you got resurrected. Yeah, in so Cuba, the passion was there before. In Cuba, listen, I'll be honest with everybody. In Cuba, I got into the business because I was invited by a friend of mine. You know, I left school, eleventh grade. You know, that's my education level. 8th grade. 8th grade, grade education. 11th grade. 11th, sorry. <laughs> eh, it's not much difference. I stopped. I told my mom, I'm going to drop off. I can't handle it anymore. I need to make some money. I need to get out of this island. Okay? And if you're not going to get me there, I'm going to go on my own. So I took a drive, you know, a small boat. And they caught me, put him in jail. So I was, you know, about to see for the... That's, that's 17 years old, roughly. 15. When I was 15, 15. I took a, a raft. A raft to where? Here to the U.S. I thought you went to Sweden. No, no, no. This was before. This is before that. This is before. Okay, dude, you're not telling stories. No, in it's too order. big. It's too you, big. You, 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 so okay, wait a second. Wait a second. Somebody get do we have Do we have a rewind sound? <laughs> yes. Do we have a, re- a rewind sound bite? I need a rewind sound I'm, bite. So, I, I'm trying on. to explain why, how I got into the business. But, I'm but, why. But, 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 I know, but you, you skipped I was this trying part. to leave. <laughs> Since I was 15, I was trying to leave that island. <laughs> so at 15. And I couldn't leave the island. I got caught in the middle of the sea, throwing jail back in. And I say, what the heck? Okay, so this was now an, I got to make money to get out of here. Right. This was an attempt so, to leave. At 15, you attempted to leave and couldn't. Yeah. On a boat. You, you got on a raft. Yeah, right. How many people? Not a boat. Not a boat. Yeah, yeah. How many? Yeah, he, he, he made it sound four like he got a rowboat. Four guys. Four guys on a raft. Four guys. Three of them, they were criminals, and one of them was a good guy like me. 
<laughs> it was a good swimming. It was you. Yeah. Okay. So wait, I got a you question. You know the guy that was <laughs> horrible. Horrible. Hold on. But don't worry, my, my friends. Okay. Do your parents know that you're going to do this? No, of course not. So you I asked my mom at the age of 14, get me in these programs where you go to the Soviet Union so I can stay somewhere else, so I can stay in the plane and hide myself in the plane so I can get out. I want to leave this island. I just want to know. I want to know what's going so on. So without I tell- leave Hold that. on. This is, we may need more than two hours for the show. <laughs> so without telling your parents, without saying anything, you went out in the middle of the night, I'm going to assume, yeah. Packed a bag oh, yeah. with some croquetas and cookies well, and no, stuff. No, no, we have we have airplanes, you know, uh, um, drafts. Rafts. Drafts, uh, yeah. All right, but I'm saying you got Four a little, of them. You got a little backpack with some food. No, it was huge. It was a big car. We had to toss him in the car. It was a huge uh, assembly. Assembly. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was okay, four so, of them okay, all so, together. So I got a question. With, when you're building this, mm-hmm. where are you hiding it? In an you apartment. <laughs> in, one, in one of these criminal guys. Oh, my God. His name was El Tuto. El Tuto had the whole thing in his is, house. Is El Tuto related to El Tigre? Wait, no. <laughs> I love these names. How did these you, guys how did you get it out of the apartment? Huh? How did you get it out of the apartment? No. Remember, it's draft inflated. They're not, you, have to, you have to inflate it okay. in, the, in, the, uh, in the coast. Right. So, in the coast. Okay, so you had all the so pieces a, there. Big you carry it all area. to the beach, inflate mm-hmm. it. And in, in, in your eye, mind at the time, at 15 years old, this is a good idea. Of course. Okay, so you get on a raft. Now, think How many it. days are you at sea? Huh? You get on the raft and you go in the middle of the night. Hours. Hours at sea. Hours. Didn't even make it that long. Luckily, we got caught. Okay? The sea was rough. You couldn't see your hand because there was no movement. I would freak out. I you would know, freak out. I didn't back down for a minute. I said, whatever happens, it's going to happen. You know, yeah. when you're I mean, 15, don't, you don't care. I don't like to see on a real boat. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't it imagine. Hours. The, the current took us out fast. Wow. And the storm came, and the Cuban boat came. And Did you have a volleyball? I said, don't. Thank, thank you. Did you have a volleyball? Did you have a volleyball you were talking to? No. No. No big uh, well, I got that, yeah. Thank but you. I, I was going to make a three-hour... You just mentioned that movie last night, that that's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> it would be. I was going to make a three-hour tour joke, but uh, that didn't... That okay, so that's your first me. attempt. So then you... You never mentioned that. So now you go back, and you say, I'm going to work hard. So you start making cigars, making money, so you go through Sweden. I, I'll tell you how it happened. I was sitting in the park, and I was invited by a friend. The same friend that, you know, took a drop for me. Yeah. Say, I got this deal going on, you know. I'm going to start working in this... Um, you know, chop. Right. And I want you to come with me. Let's start working here. I'm going to pay for the employment. Say, oh, really? He got Let's me go. In. Yeah. Six months, we opened our own chop, making boxes. Right. And money started clicking in. You know, natural money, Cuban pesos. And I said, dude, we got to get into the U.S. dollar. How do we get into the U.S. dollar? Well, we're going to make cigars. We're right. Gonna sell, the, you know, the, the humidor is full of cigars. And that's how we make money. And you made enough money, and then eventually got out. Money okay. to buy my ticket for. Uh, so now we can fast. Of an invitation. That's what so now we can fast forward back now that we've yeah. caught up with the, that story. So now you're struggling here. You're here in the U.S. You figured I'm going to get my cigars here, and the money's just going to come rolling in. Didn't happen. And I'm, I've I've got. I'm aging them in my house. I'm banning them in my house. That's right. One thing I knew, I knew that it was not going to be easy. I did my research. Okay. Uh, it was not going to be easy at all. I didn't even know that I was going to get my uh, importation permit from TTV at all. Right. Uh, TTV is tax tobacco, bro. Uh, yeah, uh, fun question. Do you still have the aging shed at the house? 
Not anymore. <laughs> no? I think, uh, what was the storm who took it? It was, um, I can't even remember. That was a we put it apart. It was a Royal, oh. one of those Royal brands oh, yeah. in Home Depot. Mm-hmm. The plastic one. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That one, yeah. So a, a hurricane destroyed it. And then I bought another one for $2,700, yeah. yeah. I still have the other one. <laughs> wow. You still have the other one. The least. other one okay. I still have. Yeah. So, okay. so w- when did things finally start turning for you where, hey, look, we're finally uh, getting out there. Our cigars are getting out or, or there. When did you, or when did you guys get to the point of where, okay, we're no longer making cigars out of Jose's house, and now we need a factory? Yeah, he moved into a factory, and, uh, you know, it had a lot to do with a lot of what we were doing. There was money invested. He invested all his money. And he was making cigars for other people in Europe, too. You know? Okay, so he finally invested Our in brand factory. was always small, to be honest with you. The, you know, the Decusier cigars were always very expensive due to the cost. Coast, just just so I can educate, system, just yeah. so I can educate our listenership. Costa Rica is like one of the most expensive, labor-wise country. Yes. What does a yes. Costa Rican roller get paid compared to Nicaraguan, Dominican, Honduras? You gotta pay in Costa Rica. You have to pay by cigar. By okay? cigar. You pay twenty cents to twenty-five cents per cigar. Okay. Nicaragua, if you do the math, is about probably nine cent. So they're making double the money in Costa Rica, pretty oh, much. Five and uh, Dominican is about thirteen cent. Right. You know, so you know, yeah, it's rough. And yeah. then the taxes. The taxes. Yeah, are the, even ta- the, the tax structure of Costa Rica is even worse than here, because so why? It's, it's why? every three months, every quarter you have to close and you have to pay. It's not like you're paying in the fourth quarter, right? You know, or you have a break. You could accrue you some money, pay, right? Yeah. You don't, you know, you don't so like why, why, why go through all that? Do you feel that the tobacco <gasps> there and the production there is worth it? I didn't know anybody. I, I, Jose, <laughs> you know, that's we what you know we were family. You know, that's that's. that's, that's I'm, I'm like expecting that. a great story, philosophical story <laughs> on, the, like on the Costa Rican tobacco and climate. Like, I didn't know nobody. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know anybody. anybody. You know, at the break. No, 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 no. I'm going to dump out the break. So okay. I'm just going to keep going. We're having, we're having way too so, much fun. Here with Santana Diaz from DeCrossier Cigars on KMA Talk Radio. And uh, we have been discussing his Cuban heritage, how he got yeah. into the cigar business. And we barely, we haven't even talked about the, we haven't even talked about the product yet. We will. We'll get there we'll eventually. We'll get we have there. plenty of, we have plenty we of time. So, so eventually, because pretty much how you and I got introduced, you met a guy named Eric Espinosa. Yes. What happened there? How did before you before the, then the question you ask that I was trying to answer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Skip one, sorry. Yeah, maybe. The band, I mean, the brand in two thousand and nine. Yes. When I introduced the Imperial Class Vintage, the Golden Blend, all these brands start, you know, getting some attention to the market. I was uh, interacting with some of the blogs guys. I put some couple of uh, ads in Cigar Snob, and then I met Eric. You know, how did you meet Eric? We met at the show. We met at the IPCPR 2009, Santana, and nine. Yeah, no, eleven, eleven. We met at the show. And you guys ended up becoming good friends. <coughs> yes, still, he's family to me. Right. Well, what me and Eric have is like a brother. That forget about the business, forget about everything. This He's is saying you have a romance with Eric. This is his family, his father, his mother, his he's son. Ha- he everybody. helped you out a lot. Yeah, you know, that's one thing that people don't that, realize. That, in the that was a industry. question that I was going to answer about the five twelve. Yes, the significance of the five twelve. Why is it so popular right now? It's because of him. All the factors came together. Okay, the cigars were good. It was really good. Very good cigars. Uh, the small sizes were against 
the entire system because everybody wasn't, you know, it wasn't popular. Toros, right, yeah, right, it wasn't right. popular. Everybody wants a six. Can I open one of these? Yeah, of course, of course, yes. Like the lamination beer, inside of cedar, the punching cellophane, all these inventions, and the blend was good. It was a good blend. Uh, corona sizes. Uh, um, Eric made a big impact in it. So he got him out there. We signed into a distribution. And I'm going to tell you something. As a retailer, when I see a product like this, my first reaction is, God. Yeah. Because this is like a not retailer-friendly product. You know, it's, it's a canister. You can't see the cigars. It sits on a shelf. I mean, it has... All the elements of bad, right? So we bought these in because Eric has been a close friend of ours for many, many years, introduced us to Santana. Oh, we'll give him a try. We'll throw him out there. And they took off. It took off. Took off. Everybody blew loved it. Up. Blew up. Everybody liked it. In there fact, was a lot did, of factors all together. In fact, uh, we ended up making a house brand off it because... Oh, really? So, yes. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because uh, it was so popular. It was also the Cigar Dojo Cigar of the Year. That's yeah. one of the factors, yes. Yeah. For, uh, yeah, Eric, at the moment, was... Running in every direction, like he's doing now. He's yeah. always working. Always. I, I don't think he knows how to be. In and he way. worked really hard on these brands. Believe me, I have no complaints at all, business-wise. In the personal level, he's my brother. Everybody needs to know this. There's nothing that's going to change that. Um, but he worked his out, you know, his his, his his life off of this uh, traveling, you know. And then Dojo gave him the, you know. 2015 um, Cigar of the Year, and that helped a lot on the right. online. And the cigars were good. The biggest factor is that the cigars were good. Yeah. It was a good cigar. It was. A, it still is a good cigar. It's still a good cigar. <laughs> yeah. So, how so many retailers? We have we have a question. Like, wh- where can they find them? What states? They can the, find them in several websites, several okay. stores. Uh, Do you have a website for your your company where people yeah, can find you? Can go okay. to my website. What's that website? Thedecrossier.com. Uh, Decrossier. Decrossier.com. Yeah, okay. perfect. We'll post it too. We'll post the link. Perfect. You can see. I mean, you can go there for information. We don't. We don't sell it online. Oh, of course, you got to go have, through. It's even written on this. If form you Google here, the right? name Telexon Five Twelve, first thing you get is you, and uh, you get I think mics, and you get famous, and you get you know you get all these retails online. All the free plugs, guys, All those guys. <laughs> all, the, all the free plugs. And all if done. you if you go to my website, you see locations. You have. The logo of the state, and it would give the store in where you can find. So it. there's a store locator there's on the website. There's a store locator website, in so the we'll website. Post that. Yes. Okay. So now, we, do we have time to go? Because I'm no, sure I, I, store. I, I want to talk into the now the we got a full the seven, We got a seven. Talking to the president. Yes. So now, now, I noticed that Mr. Ferrer's name is no longer on the product. Yeah. The collaboration, unfortunately, end. When did when did it end? It ended in 2017. Okay, so it ended about a year and a half ago? Yes. And well, at, yes, it was. at this time, you, your relationship with Mr. Ferrer after all these years is over. It's, it's ended. over. Yep. That ended up being a big problem for you. Of course. What happened with the brand? The brand plumped. Why? Couldn't Why? Because the, Eric couldn't distribute it anymore. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't keep Eric holding phone calls, people asking me. Because, because he stopped making cigars. I felt bad for Eric. He was put in the face on the calls. Right. You know, he, he was dealing with the customers who couldn't get the product. Yeah. I wasn't receiving the calls. Right. He was receiving the calls. And and I said, were, this is not fair for this guy. I told Eric, we're not going to come back into this. Switching factories is two years minimum. And right. you know it. I'm not going to make a cigar and release it in two days. You right. know me. It's going to be a minimum of 12 months in, this, in these cans. And he said, well, Santana, I'm here. 
You know, uh, no so, problem. So you make the a brothers. decision. I, I need to follow the train of thought here. So you, you make, after the breakup, you make a decision that you're basically going to find another factory to make yes. cigars. Yes. So where did you find that factory? Santo Domingo. So now you're in the DR. I'm in the DR. Okay. The, the name of the factory is ABM Cigars. ABM Cigars is a huge factory in the Dominican Republic. The Maragoto family, Matias Maragoto and Jose Maragoto and his uncle, they run the factory. They own the factory. I just want to give them the right. It's ABAM, ABAM. ABAM, ABAM. ABAM, ABAM Cigars. ABAM Cigars. Oh, yes. So have they been making cigars for a long they've time? They've been making cigars since 95. Oh, wow, a long time. Yes, they've been a long time. They've just been under the radio. But they have a huge, huge, nice factory. They made Villiger. Okay. You know, the number 10 of that year. Okay. And uh, now they're making A brands of the decosier, including the cans. Okay. So, all right. When, when you start with a new process, like I'm going to go visit a new factory to make my brand, how involved were you in that process? Were you watching them? Were you I met the Maragotos. Uh, I'm sorry. What was the name? Maragotos. Maragotos. Matias Maragotos. Um, I met his uncle in Miami. His name is Alberto Ruiz Calderon. He's a, an ASP founder. ASP is one of the biggest tobacco growers yeah. in, in the world. And I was working with Jose, and we were talking to the old man, and he was always, come on, Santana, you got to come to you know, work with us. I, I can't. I'm committed to one thing. I can do, I, I can do both. So when the uh, relationship with me and Jose ended, I took uh, Alberto's word and said, okay, let's go. So I went to the Dominican Republic, I met me Mantilla, and then two months later I found out that Matias' father and my father, they were friends from the 1960s. So we clicked and the whole thing was so incredible. And uh, it's been almost a year and a half. The transaction is slow, okay? You got to learn every tobacco that they have in inventory. You got to spend time going there, knowing the rollers. And then the whole process. How do you make the wood boxes? How do you make the cans? How do you pour these cans into the yard? Bite the machine to seal the bottom of the cans. And then how do you make the latches for my boxes? And they've right. been investing a lot of money into me. And uh, so now the translation of all these investments and, and these changes, you're going to see it in December. I'm now, going to now, release a now few brands the new products time. being sold now on the brand. On yes. The now, this is not being distributed through Eric. No. Okay, so you're doing it personally? I'm doing it in my own, yes. Wow. Piorama Cigars is, is, is distributing his own brands right now. All right, good for you. Yes. And how's that been working out for you? Uh, we just recently imported this, so it's just, just a new beginning. Perfect. We have two reps, one in Florida, one in uh, uh, the Midwest, and uh, we're just looking for reps when the inventories are in place. So I want to show both these because we've got a few more minutes. Let's talk a little bit about uh -huh. the cigars, Yes. what you actually do for a living. Okay, <laughs> so you have a Habano and a Maduro in this selection. A Habano and a Maduro, yes. Yeah. And now, then, originally this was only one blend. Original was the Habano, Yes. which we didn't call it the Habano. Mm. I just classified it as a Habano because I knew that I was going to do a Maduro. Uh -huh. So you have to identify them right. somehow. Right, right, right. So the Habano is basically the same blend we had in Costa Rica except the binder. I took a Piloto Cubano binder. Uh, it didn't let me down, but it's different. The blend is similar. But it's not the same. I didn't want it to be the same. You didn't want there, it to be the no. same. No. The respects and, 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 and what happened with Jose and his family is going to stay there. The memories, the blends that right. we put together, that's belong to those days. That's and good. that's what they're going to stay. I'm not going to replicate. Yeah. I'm not going to copy any of those blends that me and Jose put together. 
that's going to stay there. Mm. If one day something happened and we match ourselves again and you know our path come across and we can do something else again, I don't know. Right. I don't know if I'm going to be able to or if you're going to be able to. Right, right. But uh, what happened before is going to stay where it belongs. Now it's a new uh, things. So even though I know the blend because I made the blend, mm. I will skip one leaf at least not to be a second. <laughs> Very good. And that's the case. Oh, yes, very much so. All right, so now all both of these are available fully at retailers across the country. You can find it at DeCrossierCigars.com. Yes. Absolutely, so make sure you check it out. Find DeCrossierCigars.com. You can find out all where you can get these great products, all made in the Dominican Republic. And Paul looks like he wants to say something. Uh, so uh, when Glenn Loop calls in, he's calling from, from Milwaukee from the Brew City Cigar Festival. Oh. Somebody already corrected us. Obviously, you're not following the social media. I am, but I, yeah. I, 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 and I said thank you to Allison for pointing Thanks, out. Allison, for yeah. making me look bad. He's hanging out with yeah. Paul and Jennifer. <laughs> yes. Paul and Jennifer. Yeah. Vivacious. So he right. might be a, little, a couple of beers Good. in. I don't know. I Good. Hope. It could be <laughs> we'll more entertaining. Yeah, exactly. It is the Bruce City Cigar Festival. All right. We're going to talk to Glenn Loop of the CRA. When we come back, Santana, thank you for being here. It's been thank an absolute you. pleasure. Thank you, my friend. Thank awesome. You. Absolutely. Time. Most definitely. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. Uh, when we come back, we'll tell you what's going on with the CRA. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Once in a lifetime, something comes along that changes the game. That time is now. The Blast by Infinity is the most advanced, scientifically proven multi-purpose protectant on the market today. The Blast eliminates all smoke and odor on contact and creates a long-lasting barrier of protection. The Blast works on clothing, textiles, and hard surfaces. Water-based, non-toxic, hypoallergenic, 100% guaranteed. Safe for human and pets. Visit InfinityOdorShield.com. Toscano cigars have been pleasing the palates of cigar enthusiasts for centuries. What began as an accident is now a unique and delicious smoking experience passed down through generations. Whether you're a full-bodied cigar lover who appreciates the power of our Toscano original, hand-rolled in our factory of Lucha, or someone who prefers a light, smooth cigar in our Toscano Classico, you become part of a Toscano experience. A unique smoke with 200 years of history and tradition. Cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only non-profit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars of the year. And Oliva has a cigar for all smokers. From the newly released Gilberto Oliva Reserva to the bold and rich Oliva Serie V. Oliva cigars can be found at a tobacconist near you. So always ask for Oliva. 
an unbeatable value, and uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars. A brand more than 100 years in the making, Particulares was established in Havana, Cuba in 1895, operating as an elite factory that would later introduce the world to classic brands such as Byron, Particulares, and even Monte Cristo. Now, Sindicato Cigars is proud to bring this historic brand back to life, partnering with the legendary Topsa factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, to reimagine this Cuban classic as a modern-day Nicaraguan puro. Transport yourself to a bygone era of Cuban nostalgia with Particulares by Sindicato. For more information, visit syndicato.com. Monitor three humidors at once from one simple device. Caring for your cigars is easy with the new PuroTemp wireless hygrometer from Zycar. You now have the ability to monitor the humidity and temperature in three humidors without even having to open them. Ensure protection by setting simple alerts that will warn you when your cigars are not in the optimal environment. Like everything Zycar, this is backed by their lifetime warranty. Stop by your local tobacconist to purchase yours today. Zycar for life. To Affinity and beyond, that is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. Broadcasting live here in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K., the brewmeister. With me, of course, Mr. Honest Abe. Oh, Paul's over there directing airplanes. I'm trying to let you know that we're ready to go for the next segment. I got you, man. You know, phone call. I hear you. I took American Sign Language to meet two, girls in college. Two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row now. Awesome interviews. Oh, okay. And to, we've barely gotten into... Uh, I'm telling you, awesome interviews, you know. I thought he swore a few times when he tried to say shed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Colin and I had this whole back and forth there, and I'm yeah. like, no, no, no. I'm looking at him and I'm going, no, it's shed, guys. It's okay. Yeah, shed okay. is fun. You know, shed yeah, is but... fun. <laughs> it did sound a little... <laughs> He said shed twice, and they're all, I can see him in the glass. Wait, is that a drop? Is that not a drop? Did he swear? I don't know. What's going on? It was kind of funny. Yes. No, shed. Well, whenever we get a full studio, we have full cameras all, all everywhere, so everybody's body language can be seen. It's going to be a lot funnier show, I promise you. Oh, the outtakes. Yes. The outtakes that are going to happen. Listen, he did leave us this awesome uh, uh, four-pack. Four-pack? Yeah, it's a four-pack called the Presidential Four-Pack um, that we're going to give away on social media along with some of his 512 cigars. But uh, interesting enough is that he made this when the S-chip was passed through Congress way back. And um, this was a way he helped raise money for the CRA, as you can see the CRA logo on the back of the box. So, vivacious. <laughs> and speaking of Mr. Vivacious himself. Yes. <laughs> He's probably really uh, vivacious. This uh, yes. On the phone, calling from Milwaukee, Mr. Glenn Loop, dr- Executive Director of the CRA. Glenn, how are you this morning? Are you surviving, sir? What's up? What's up, kids? I'm sitting here at Metro Cigars, having a cup of coffee, smoking a cigar. Say hi to Paul Way to for start me. the day. Say hi to Paul and Jennifer for me. I'm sure they're busting their butts trying to get everything ready for that big event tonight. Yeah, they're pulling a uh, great smoke uh, redo. I'm sure they're out there, I understand, putting up the tents and the pavilion and everything preparing for tonight. And uh, it's going to be a great event for 
five or six hundred people, I believe. Good for them. I mean, we, we went up there. We covered one of the events uh, the year they had it, and we had did a live show up there. And what it what a, first off, great couple, great store, and great crowd, man. We had a packed house for our live broadcast. So uh, hopefully, when he's I'm days, sitting in the room you were in. Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> one of these days we could work our way back up. So uh, do you love Milwaukee? I've never been to yeah, I've never been to Milwaukee, but I've heard really great things about it. We didn't yes. even eat any cheese curds. That's the fun thing. <laughs> You just, you just have a way of. That's a, it's a thing. It's a Wisconsin thing. So, anyways, Glenn, Glenn back to yeah, the important yeah. stuff. About a week ago, you put up a video. Uh, it looked like you were yeah. you were uh, in the uh, Capitol building at the time. Um, what was that video about? Because I, I, I saw some positive responses. But I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I can't keep up with what the actual news means. Uh, I was in the Russell Senate office building. And we had just wrapped up a, a meeting with the staff of a relatively new member of the United States Senate that we were uh, working on garnering her support uh, for our cause. And so uh, we were making the rounds for the Senate that day. And then a few days later, I posted a video of uh, our efforts with the Small Business Administration, which both of which are, are incredibly important to this overall effort. We're at a critical time, a critical juncture in this entire process because of the July 25th closing of the public comment period with the FDA purely on the question of premium handmade cigars. Okay. So now, obviously, everybody, since we're in the month of August, and last month we had this big push where, thanks to the lawsuit, we had an amendment on the delay of all of the warning notifications. That happened. And now we're past right. that. What are, how are we going forward beyond where we have on this current injunction? We're working on an appeals process in the D.C. Circuit Court, mm -hmm. and there's not much that I want to say at this juncture about that because it's in the hands of our legal counsel, but we are preparing our appeal. Uh, there were some oral presentations to the judge this week that I don't, also don't want to chat about right now, but uh, it's, it's once again, is a three-pronged process. What we're going through with the administration and how we're going to use the public comment that was filed, which was 529 pages of unprecedented research for the premium cigar industry that was filed. So working that with the Trump administration, working the uh, exemption language and the change in the predicate language with allies in Congress and in the courts. So it's going to be a critical six months in this, in this entire process. Gotcha. So the next six months... Important. Well, a little less than that. I mean, the congressional uh, decision in terms of any crack at another omnibus budget package will be before they adjourn in December. And after December, there have to be some tough choices made on the approach to to legislation going into January 19. We've got a just you may have heard there's an election in November, um, and so there's this critical moment on in November on whether well, let's put it this way. If the Democrats take either chamber, there's going to be a lot of dynamic changes uh, with Congress for the next 30 to 40 days, 45 days after that election on November the 6th. If the Republicans maintain control, it will also have a, you know, a bearing on what decisions we make and what, how we go forward in January with any form, formal legislative effort. And none of that has anything to do with what's going to be happening with the courts over at least the next year. So as you can see, there's a lot of moving parts. You know, as far as elections go, I'll, I'll be honest with you. For the first time in, in a long time, first time in a long time, I feel confident for our party. 
and I say that, and it's really weird because you think with all the turmoil it wouldn't be, because you know, um, I I just think that the Democratic Party is just deepening their hole in, in alienating a lot of people in America. What are you doing? And I and I really do. I think you look. I, I I'm I'm a big believer in karma in the universe. I, I I'm I'm a big believer that what you put out there in the universe, the universe usually responds. You know, and I think that. This negative because they, they are a very negative group. Everything is, you know, I, I see Paul Paul folding his hands away. But I'm telling you, for the first <laughs> for the first time, because it's been a long time since I really felt. Because look, as, as a moderate conservative, which I like to call myself, I've kind of been a little bit alienated from my own group a little right. bit because I, I I think they got to let go of some of the religious and other issues. They're just we're past that already. Right. But for the first time, man, I just I I just I really think. Uh, I feel good about uh, going into an election where it's. I feel confident. It's well, strange, and and what you're saying is true because I, you know somebody that would be I would consider myself a moderate liberal. I, I I the Democratic Party does has been alienating a lot of people on my side, and I'm I mean listen I've voted both ways. I, I'm not I'm unaffiliated, but I've I've voted Republican before as well. But I think that what you've been talking about on social media and whatnot, the the more that the Democratic Party backs that. In I don't even know what other word to use, but insanity. Yeah, that 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 super hyper liberalism. Yeah, the more they back that, the more they alienate normal people. I think that I think that's what's happening. But you know? I still think that a lot of the Democratic side people that would affiliate themselves with you know being a liberal or having liberal social uh, feelings still are kind of nervous about going to the radical right. Which is where they still see the, well, the Republican Party, but the, the numbers of the economy what, what, in, in the country right now are good. Yeah, you, know, you can't, you can't, well, you can't knock unemployment. That's all time. Truly low. solve the issues that to truly solve the issues we've got to conquer. It's going to be directly with the Trump administration, right? Exactly. I mean, honestly, Congress has almost resigned themselves. There's a couple of things they could do, like the the House of Representatives passed a regulatory accountability act. That would solve our problem in five minutes. It says that any regulation, any regulation that has greater than a $100 million national economic impact has to come back to Congress for consideration. That piece of legislation has passed the House of Representatives, once again, stalled in the Senate. There's a bipartisan version of that bill in the Senate, and the majority leader won't take it up. That bill alone would would solve our problem. How is your... Besides cigars and smoke and tobacco. How is your buddy Dick Durbin of Illinois? Every regulation... (laughs) How is your buddy Dick Durbin of Illinois? You guys even waste time trying to talk to that guy anymore? Uh, no, he's just a lost cause. <laughs> Seriously, just a lost cause. No, he is. There's certain members that there's certain members you just don't even bother with. Yeah, that's, that's one of them. Wow. Now Chuck Schumer is, is no ally, but there, there needs to be incredible pressure from New York cigar voters on Chuck Schumer, who's again no ally, but as majority leader, I mean minority leader, he's a member of the conference committee for the budget is incredibly critical. And people of New York that are that have a vested economic and personal interest in the cigar industry ought to be pressuring every district office of Chuck Schumer. Now, and so you can't write him off. And Durbin's a, a budget conferee, too, but we know exactly where we stand on that. So, Well, our yeah, New York listeners... A, again, we get into the dynamics of this. Our New York listeners heed Glenn's call. Chuck Schumer, you should be writing letters. And, and, and you have a form letter, right? Glenn, that they can download from the CRA we, website? We do. We do. Just go to cigarrights.org, put in your zip code and your name, and it'll go directly to Chuck Schumer, as well as Senator Gilbrand, but she's not a, you know incredibly significant in this discussion. 
uh, and your you know your House members. We're going to get the bill through the House once again, but uh, but Chuck Schumer is a is a huge factor in this debate. What's what's the next critical uh, what's the next critical date or point on the timeline here, Glenn? Well, we're not going to wait around for an FDA review of this public comment. So we're going to be pushing. It's not really a date, per se, because right now I would argue that every day is important with pushing the content of that public comment to the Trump administration. So we're going to be going directly to several branches of the executive branch, uh, the White House Budget Office, the Office of Information and Regulatory Affairs, the Domestic Policy Council, the meeting I had last week with the Small Business Administration, uh, regional hearings by that group all over the country that we've been having speakers come to. Um, so really, every day between now and, and the end of this calendar year is going to be critical in terms of garnering any type of relief from this from this regulation. We cannot sit around and wait for a year review of the 529 pages plus all the other public comments that were filed on, on July 25th. Oy vey. Uh, so there, with, with that, there's something even more important that we need to make sure we get out today. Yes. Monday, Monday is the 10th anniversary of CRA. Wow, has it been when 10 the years? Freedom Tour, before there was a staff and before there was a dollar circulating. You just made me this feel real old. Marks <laughs> wow. And I've got the email. I've got a copy of the email under Abe DeBedna's signature where I credit him with naming Cigar Rights of America. <laughs> ah, I didn't oh, know that. Oh, I was a little sensitive back then. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I mean, look. What, so we're going to actually. You know, so we're going to be launching a special campaign to join or renew CRA. Ten dollars for ten days, starting next week, and the release will be going out Monday. Oh, but, perfect! Uh, Abe, awesome. Thank you for your early early leadership and the vision of creating this organization. Well, it was a lot of people involved. I mean, I'm looking at our, our social media, and I see Pete Pete Johnson just is watching the show now. And, He's actually one. There was a few people at that time. Look, I believe that you need. You got a photo in your Pete, office. Yeah, of the original setup. Pete Johnson, Marvin Pete Samuel, Johnson, Keith Park, yeah. Rocky, uh, Mar- Jose Oliva. I think Marvin was uh, involved. The Fuentes, the Newmans. Yeah. But we, we, we wanted uh, to start something. We're going to be was, recirculating the whole thing. Yeah, we wanted to start something that was consumer driven, because you know when we go when you go to the government and you try to lobby, you know when you represent two thousand, three thousand premium cigar shops, where you're nothing really. And we just figured we could mock something that's been so successful for the NRA and these other groups that was consumer-driven. You know, these were some of the guys I reached out, and I think Jeff Borsch, was involved, and a couple other retailers. How how do we do this? I remember, I think it was in Houston. We sat in a room, uh, uh, some uh, conference thing in a restaurant or something, and all talking about this just conceptually and and how to to do this. And, And two years later, I think it took off. And here we are. Yeah. So... Wow, so well, a half a million petitions into the the Congress and forty thousand into the last White House, <laughs> and consumers stomping the doors of, of state capitals and city halls and and the United States Congress. Uh, you know, there's there's no there's not millions on the roll, but uh, but when issues have arisen from New York to New Orleans and from Boston to Seattle. Uh, we've been engaging consumers in that process, and it's still an educational process. It's, a, it's still a matter of teaching consumers that they need to be engaged to protect their passion for great cigars. But uh, but the but the process is working, and hopefully some will realize that the uh, the vision has come to life. Well, it's a it's a never ending job, and you've done a you work one of the hardest working guys in our industry for it. So uh, for everybody, on behalf of everybody at KMA and all our listeners. 
thank you so much for, and, uh, for your hard work in the past. Yeah. Uh, Continue to hard work. Big team effort. And, yep. And as Glenn always says, and it's important for the consumers to get involved. Big team effort and a couple million dollars for a lawsuit. Uh, and make sure if you're not out there you're paying attention for when the press release goes out and if you're not a member of the CRA guess what for 10 days you can sign up for ten dollars. Ten dollars, people. That's it. You owe That's it. the price of a decent cigar. Right. You owe it One. to yourself. Stop being cheap. Go sign up. Yes, and Glenn's going to keep putting your money to work. Glenn, enjoy the Brew City Cigar Festival. We will talk to you soon. Keep up the good fight. And when we come back, we'll see you this Thank week. Thank you all. Appreciate it. Well, this week, we'll see you belong to the Cigar Insane Asylum. Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Recognized and respected throughout the cigar industry, Eric Espinosa and his La Zona factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, are committed to creating cigars of superior quality with the perfect combinations of flavor and strength for every palate. So whether it's the 93-rated La Ranja Reserva, the 92-rated 601s, the Murcielago, or the Espinosa Habano, Crema, or Especial, Espinosa Premium Cigars has the right cigar for you. The next time you're ready for a truly unique cigar experience, ask for Espinosa Cigars. A brand more than 100 years in the making. Particulares was established in Havana, Cuba in 1895, operating as an elite factory that would later introduce the world to classic brands such as Byron, Particulares, and even Monte Cristo. Now, Sindicato Cigars is proud to bring this historic brand back to life, partnering with the legendary Topsa factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, to reimagine this Cuban classic as a modern-day Nicaraguan puro. Transport yourself to a bygone era of Cuban nostalgia with Particulares by Sindicato. For more information, visit syndicato.com. Hey, fools, how about a game of cutthroat? It's your funeral. That's my kind of game. Arnold, I hope your pool playing is better than your choice of cigars. What do you mean? Wow, tough crowd. Here, try this recluse cigar. You're going to need all the help you can get. Don't be stingy. Let me get one of those. Recluse. Wow, that's a good smoke. Now I can bring my A game. I think you should stick with that recluse cigar and work on your B game because you don't have an A game. And I know a little something about games. Boom. Ooh, that's cold. Mike Bellady has collaborated with industry legends Don Pepin Garcia, Manuel Quesada, and Ernesto Perez Carrillo to make some of the industry's most highly touted cigars. Through his company, MLB Cigars, Mike brings you four incredible and unique blends. Imperia, Imperia Islero, Imperia Aventador, and the David P. Ehrlich Tremont. MLB Cigars are made with the best minds in the industry. Visit us at MLBCigarVentures.com and follow us on social media. Imperia and David P. Ehrlich Cigars. Developed by legends, smoked by connoisseurs. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella Cigars. Lights, camera, action. Real Clips Barbershop brings you all that is good about old-school barbershops in a new cinematic-themed environment. Whether you need a traditional cut, fade, blowout, or even a straight razor hot towel shave, our master barbers will get you right. All while enjoying iconic scenes from some of your favorite movies. Right from our video screens built into the mirrors. Visit RealClipsBarbershop.com. That's real, R-E-E-L, ClipsBarbershop.com for a location near you or to make an appointment. After one visit, we know you'll be back. Insurance companies have a very unique business model that the general public doesn't understand. 
insurance companies make profit only one way, taking in premiums and paying out less on claims than they take in premiums. In doing this, they oftentimes deny legitimate people with viable claims fair compensation. We know accidents happen, they happen every day. The good thing about insurance is it helps people do the right thing when they've caused accidents. You know, if I cause an accident, the first thing I want to do is make sure the person is okay, the, per the person's taken care of. The insurance gives us the ability to do the right thing. Unfortunately, the insurance company uh, treats people like statistics instead of human beings. And that's why you need an experienced attorney to make sure the insurance company does the right thing. Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram too. Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio. Broadcasting live here in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K. The Brewmeister. Man, that show just like flew. Uh, once again. I mean flew. If you missed any part of this episode and you need to go back and make sure you catch these all these last two weeks this week and the, and the week before phenomenal interviews with two great guys if you missed it or you're catching the end of it because you know I, I try to stay on on the Facebook live and I see people just coming in like at 11.45 I'm like you're a little early for the West, show the west coast yeah guy. I know but you guys gotta go back and listen to, uh, go back today's interview with uh, Santana was phenomenal last week with Gabby Caffey was phenomenal I mean good stories and it was, it was a very very interesting so if you, you missed any out. part of it, yeah. make sure you check out the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page or download the podcast from anywhere where you get your podcasts. <laughs> well said. Available yeah. Monday on iTunes. Yes, or and other places? Uh, you can get it from our website, KMA Talk there you Radio. Go. There you see? go. That's see? what I'm talking about. There you go. There it's you always go. available. All right, with that, this week, let's see who belongs in a cigar insane asylum. Welcome to the Cigar Asylum. Did you know I'm utterly insane? We all go a little mad sometimes. Where logic and reason cease to exist. All right, this week, who belongs to the Cigar Insane Asylum brought to you by Celia and Asylum Cigars? I, I feel like there was a cornucopia of insane asylums this week. I mean, our interview with uh, Santana Diaz went so deep. We did such a deep dive. I didn't even get to do some of my uh, soapbox I want to talk about this week. Like the what what's going on with the, the um, New Mexico, where the, the, the judge let those people go. Right. What, how is this even a reality? This is what scares me, that there are people who think that this is okay or this is normal, that these guys who were had basically tents out in the middle of the desert and training kids to shoot people in school, and listen, and had a dead body, mind you, buried. One of the kids was dead and buried. And they were released. And they were released. What? Yes. This was a thing? It's oh, on our KMA on, page. He's not on Facebook. Yeah, he's not on Facebook. We have he, to force him to get Facebook. Listen, get a pseudo account just so you can keep up with the rest of the world. Don't even call it you. Just somebody nerd. Some Make some weird profile. <laughs> and and you, know, you can keep up. But there's so much. And then you got the other weirdo couple. Two who, bikers. Who didn't believe that there's evil in the world. I mean, I mean, there's a difference in saying, I don't believe that everybody's evil and I don't believe there's evil. They said in the world. it was a myth that there was evil in the world, and yeah. they're going to cycle on their bicycles around the world. Yes, and of course we're near an uh, near an ISIS territory, not in it, but near it enough. Where did you see the video? I didn't. I don't. I didn't think I should watch it. The car passes them up, does a U.E. slams into them, and then they stab them. And to then death. they stab them to death. What a surprise! I'm serious. I mean, so so we got a cornucopia of insanity this this week, but. 
Paul uh, picked one here. I'm going to read it right now, courtesy of CLE <laughs> and Asylum Cigars. This week's inductee took messing around at work to a new level. A former Arizona cop was fired earlier this year for illegally using a department body camera to film himself having sex and storing pornography on an office computer. It, I mean, it, it, I mean, once the body gonna, cams become a thing, I yeah. mean, how long was it till this something like this happened? Not even, <laughs> not even that. But if you're going to store illegal content or so, you don't do it at work when your work is the police station. Right. Well, even though they call it not safe for work for a reason, people. Oh. <laughs> uh, Officer Anthony Duran became the subject of an administrative probe by the penal. That's kind of funny. <laughs> the penal county sheriff's office. That's pretty funny. Allegedly, we got jokes here. I tell you, it's Penal County. Mm. <laughs> uh, according to the report, Duran stored a video on a flash drive of him having sex with a woman in his office, allegedly using the police body cam. That's got to be an interesting angle. I just had to stop to think about that for a moment. <laughs> the, the report said the woman was not a police employee. Thank God. The she, flash she drive. Did, she didn't say at any point. Hey, why is the red light on? <laughs> oh, that's so bad. The flash drive was discovered by an office secretary uh, that was and it was connected to Doran's computer, which allegedly contained a folder named Fun Times. <laughs> fun Times. You're going to hide interesting stuff. Don't call it Fun Times. No. Because <laughs> I think that's like instant open for anybody who sees yeah, a like folder. Yeah, like it should be called like tax documents. Exactly. <laughs> you know, the P- Pythagorean theorem. You know, <laughs> Fun Times, I'm opening. Grades from my fourth grade elementary school. (laughs) My honey to-do list folder. Nobody's opening. Fun times, double-clicking real quick. Old wicker cabinets. (laughs) A deputy subsequently discovered 36 gigabytes of photos. Not megabytes. That's gigabytes. Gigabytes of photos. Photos on the folder. Gigabytes. Including pornography. Well, congratulations, Officer Duran. Next time, just keep the porn at home. You are this week's... Inductee, though you shouldn't be alone, there was plenty uh, in the Cigar Insane Asylum. Uh, once again, the world just keeps getting crazy. Here's the biker couple. I, I just got because I, I want to talk about this today. Here's the fo- AJ. Here's the, stop watching. Here's the biker couple. All right, these, these are the, these are the guys who believed that there was no evil in the world and the world's such a pretty place. And we're on a biking tour. It started in Africa, I guess. And Eventually, somebody... They, they went oh, to a lot of places. I was just going to make a Toto reference. reference. <laughs> I was going to ask if they felt the rains. Yeah, but eventually, some, somebody pro- went, out of, went out of their way to prove them wrong. So, yeah, it's, it's a shame. It's a tragedy, but, you know, I try to stay away from dangerous situations. It's a good idea. Hey, guess what happens when you stay out of dangerous situations? Doesn't this guy? Doesn't this guy look like Dawson's Creek guy? Oh, uh, James Vanderbeek. Yeah, it's, it's, the guy looks like James Vanderbeek, doesn't he? I guess a little bit, a little bit. All right. Next week uh, on this show is going to be Alec and Bradley Rubin of Alec and Bradley. My favorite. My favorite is when they call their dad Alec Bradley. Yeah, because you know it's, his name's Alan Rubin. Yeah. yeah. For years, you know, like, hey, is that Alec Bradley? No, that's Alan no, Rubin. That's Alan Rubin. <laughs> yeah, Alec Brothers owes his two sons' names. So yeah, see, put that together. Did that whole. We'll thing. have him on next week and chit chat with the boys to see how Generation Two. Of Alec Bradley. It's going to be a good show. Once yes. in the cigar industry. All right. If you miss anything, check out the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page. Participate in this week's Recluse po- uh, Photo Contest. Till next week, and as always, keep it lit. Call the producer. Now, I heard that you're naming your son Axel. You didn't know this? No, I didn't know this. Please tell me you're giving him the middle name Rose. My first thought was always Axel Foley. I'm a quarter German. Axel is a popular name for boys in Germany, and it means strong. The figures. 
You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too. Yes, it's mandatory. Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year. With numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in Sun Grown or Maduro. Keep it lit with KMA Talk Radio. Southeast's number one club of the year is Spearmint Rhino. Enjoy $5 lunch specials daily till 3 p.m. with the best view in town. Really hungry? Take a bite of their 16-ounce New York strip special, only $14.95, available daily until 10 p.m. Spearmint Rhino, home of the $10 Tuesdays, all day, all night. Dances are only $10. Rhino is South Florida's adult playground. Mention the door, Honest Abe sent you, for free entry. For more information, visit SpearmintRhino.com.